Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I'm Victoria Lang here with Joe Aguirre and Rob from I Will Piss You Off shortly. And today we're going to be kicking off this episode talking about the hashtag that's been trending all day. Hashtag Save America. And this is trending. Not sure why. Um, because... People are still just so desperate to get homeboy Trump impeached for the second time. They also want to get him convicted. People want to see him behind bars. And honestly, I'm kind of amongst those people. I'm not against it, but I'm also not gunning for it. It's not really my life's goal to see Donald Trump behind bars. But anyways, right now, Trump's defense team is really arguing, saying that it is just a baseless argument that if we're going to fight like hell, we're not going to, we're just not going to have a country anymore. Um, This is clearly putting us at a divide. And my question is, why is Trump still holding so much weight when he has been out of office for the past two weeks? And do you think that this will actually do anything if we do see him locked up, if we do see him convicted? Do you think that it'll cause even more of a divide or it'll do do us good as a country? I think the whole divided thing is bullshit. Like the whole cry for, oh, our country's going to be divided. No. If they want to see like division, go look at like 1959 when we all couldn't share water fountains. That's divided. But like outside of that, like I don't, who cares? At this point, Joe Biden's in office. Stop wasting our funds. Start talking about policies that actually matter. Like in my mind, I, I wasn't for it in the first place. And I'm not going to sit there and say I'm not a, like, I'm not against it. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, there's a lot of other things y'all can be worried about. Because even, like, even, like, he, he's not going to be living long, too much longer anyways. He's fat, overweight, out of shape. So, like, in four years, it's only a matter of time before him or Biden goes. So, like, one of them gots to go soon. I don't know. Joe. Well. Uh, a few things to unpack here. Number one, I, I was just watching an interview with George Conway, the Republican uh, lawyer and uh, husband of George Conway, who said that Donald Trump's defense using the First Amendment is ridiculous, uh, that it doesn't apply, nor does it supersede his oath of office to protect which he failed to do Uh, when you look at the greater context of the things he said, both before at the rally and then from Twitter, uh, aid said he was enjoying what was happening at the Capitol. You got to look at the, you got to look at the whole picture here to understand what the president did wrong. And I understand if you're a Trump supporter, you know, you, you don't like that. One of the other curious things was his lawyers in this 78 page brief went on to say that over the summer, some Democrats had used similar language. Well, Rob, let's be honest for a minute. What happened over the summer? There was rioting and looting and violence. Mm -hmm. So. Wouldn't you say the president knew by using those words, having oh, wow. just seen it happen over the summer, that he was th- this Inciting. idea? Right. Look, this idea that his words didn't incite the violence. Well, you use the same words and you're alleging those were the words Democrats used over the summer. And in some instances, there, there could be some merit to it. But again, it just goes to show then that the president knew exactly what he was doing by using those exact words. So yes. it, it, it's amazing that um, his lawyer's arguments are Stupid. contradictory to, to each other in some cases. The lawyers also called it unconstitutional and then cited the First Amendment. Well, I mean, either the Constitution applies here or it doesn't, but it shouldn't be both. He said that they cherry picked his words. Well, yes, the ones where you were inciting a riot and then referred to those people as patriots later on, as George Conway pointed out in, in that tweet, you'll recall there were no caps. 
<laughs> he wasn't all fired up about it like you would expect Donald Trump to be. So I think that he's got a really tough argument to make here. He knows full well and did for the entire two month span that he had lost the election and that what he was doing is exactly what happened. And for that reason, he was impeached. Now, look, I don't know that it's a great idea to do this. I don't think it does anything to help America. It doesn't do anything to heal. I mean, not not all 74 million people who voted for the president are like losing their mind about this, but a lot of them are. I just don't understand what this impeachment is going to do. I mean, other than. I mean, I, I think it's going to be really unfortunate. You remember the first one ended like this with him holding up the Washington Post in a headline that said Trump acquitted. It doesn't appear as though they have the votes. So Why I would I would votes? say it seems as though you're probably in a similar position where. He's not going to be convicted. So why why run America through this? There's law enforcement agencies in the United States that want to speak to him on a variety of issues. And if he did stuff wrong, then ultimately he'll have to pay for that. Because the Dems have finally, well, not finally, but once again, they've fucking bit off more than they can chew. And now they have to, you know what I mean? They, they talk this big, bad game. So they have to follow suit, even though I promise you more than half of them really don't want to but they can't go back on it now. So now they have to go full steam ahead. I linked a tweet that says, Osama bin Laden didn't fly the planes, but he was guilty. Charles Manson didn't kill anyone, but he was guilty. Hitler didn't operate the gas chambers, but he was guilty. And Trump didn't storm the Capitol, but, Capitol, but he is guilty. And I think that this really lays out the point that we're trying to make. But also, I think with this in mind, I think that he's done some pretty horrific things. And as long as we who know that it's wrong can recognize that, I think that we kind of just have to move on from here because I don't think that by putting our effort in trying to get him convicted or trying to get him impeached again is going to do anything. Because like Joe just said, I feel like if there is evidence, if they are going to find that he did something wrong and should be convicted of it, you know, sometimes shitty shit happens and people don't get what they deserve. Un unfortunately, this might be one of those situations where he might be able to maybe pay his way out of it or whatever. But I don't More think that we have a say in any of that. Regardless. I mean, I can't believe that this guy is impeached for a second time. You know, it's Susan Collins had said after the first impeachment that she talked to the president and that she was pretty sure he'd learned his lesson. Oh. Only <laughs> only for, you know, again, here's the funny part. Like that call to the secretary of state of Georgia and one placed a few days earlier in Pennsylvania that didn't get leaked are worthy of being investigated as well. He was trying to coerce them to change vote counts in their respective states. So that's an issue. I mean, he, he literally tried to do that. You know who does stuff like that? Vladimir Putin. Like That's just a crazy thing that he did there. And, and he's uh, constantly, since the beginning of his him getting elected has been getting compared to people like that and leaders like that. That's how they stay in power. That's what they do. That's exactly how they do it. They just coerce people and they just make it happen. And he certainly did embrace that his entire, uh, since, since he's been on the scene since 2015, he's been, he's been all about that sort of stuff. And we've heard him praise uh, you know, the president of China, who's, you know, virtually a dictator there as well. President for life. I mean, that's, you know, when you're in a communist country that doesn't have elections and you're the president, I mean, who voted for you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there, you, you don't get to vote. So he's a dictator and Kim Jong Un and Vladimir Putin, again, a president who's, you know, so, so has such a grasp on, on that power in Russia that, for all intents and purposes, he's another dictator. Shit, Russia's about to burn anyways. 
they're they're going through their own fucking civil war right now. Well, I mean, look, they're. I I hate to say this, but I mean, again, when what was when was nineteen forty five? You know, you're talking about eighty five years ago. Yeah. That that's not all that long ago, you guys. That like it was pretty split. Like six million Jews were annihilated. 20 million Russians were killed during that same time frame. I mean, it was it was kind of crazy. And so 85 years later, to, to think that there's not hostilities around the world and that there's still not look pr- pretty much from the from the 4000 BC, that's when uh literally the first like invasion of the world happened. Humans started living together and then all out war broke up and it's been pretty consistent since. And, and, you know, from the Holy Roman empire to, uh, I mean the Roman empire to the Holy Roman empire, um, the French, the British, you know, think of people like Napoleon. I mean, this has pretty much been the way it goes. So in a place like Russia with, with Stalin and, and, uh, you know, uh, Lenin and some of those fellas. Is it a surprise that somebody like Vladimir Putin would surface again when you're when you're when when you're convinced that everybody's against you when someone tells you that they're on your side and fighting for you? It's easy to rally behind that person. You know, again, a, a people joke or whatever, but like, what was what was Hitler saying to the Germans? Well, I mean, he was trying to convince them that the whole world was against them. And that he was, even though he didn't look anything like what he was talking about, that he would be the guy that would lead them. It's it's kind of madness if you think about it. You know, the the similar I mean, look, the similarities, the similarities are they're there. Not, they're there look, Donald, and Donald Trump didn't Donald Trump never killed anybody on Fifth Avenue. Uh, you know what I mean? He said he would, but he he never did. And he mm-hmm. and he won't. Um, so in the grand scheme of things, no, he's nothing like Hitler, but when you think about the messaging and the manipulation and, and the following, it's not good. The kind of people that are willing to follow that, I don't know. When, when people feel, uh, desperate and forgotten, they're willing to latch on to like a savior figure. It makes sense. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, again, do you think people in North Korea really love Kim Jong-un? I mean, they're starving to death. But if you don't say he's great, then he feeds you to his dogs. So you're in kind of a tight spot there. It would, what Donald Trump did was wrong. And, I, I, you know, unprecedented in U.S. history. And one has to assume that nobody will ever do anything like that again. And in the future, obviously, law enforcement's got to be like on top of things. I mean, again, we we know this thing was pre-planned. They were talking about it for days and weeks and months on on Parler. Um, there you go, well, that- Fidel Castro. Yes, elected by the people, they followed him. Uh, they had a uh, a pretty restrictive government, and uh, again, somebody steps up. I'll take care of you guys, and then then he doesn't. That is just my biggest concern. If he doesn't get convicted or impeached again, or if something doesn't happen and we can just, and we're just going to move on like this past four years just didn't happen or he didn't totally just incite a riot. I think the concern is that this is going to happen again because the chances of it happening once something like this has happened and somebody can just get away with it, who says that every single president that Joe Biden isn't going to want not want to leave office and incite a riot? You know what I mean? I'm not saying that he of all people would, but I'm just, it really opens up a lot of doors. Well, you know, again, I hate to call this political theater because, I mean, everybody who was at the Capitol, who's an elected official, should should be upset about this. I mean, those people... It seems like we're we were trying to kill me. Yeah, they were killing. I, I don't, you know, again, I mean, uh, unless the Republicans were a little more involved, they should be as angry as everybody else is. I mean, that was their that was their life on the line. I don't know. Also, if you saw earlier in the week, but uh, there were some accusations that uh, Alexandria Cortez, Ocasio Cortez, rather, uh, yes. 
was being dishonest or over exaggerating what she said. Um, just, just so ridiculous. Well, I was trying to explain. Can you? Okay. What do you got? Okay. Having a little technical difficulty. There you are. All right. What do you got? Okay, I've been trying to explain this because I've heard this from several people. Put yourself in her position. Put yourself, there's an angry mob behind you. And regardless of if they're coming at you or not, wouldn't that be your perception? I feel like that would be a scary thing to go through regardless. You know what I mean? So who are you to tell her that her reaction was not valid? So, I don't know. So um, our buddy Mikey uh, just put in a comment. She was in a completely different building. Well, in fact, no. Um, again, this is this is how people twist bullshit. She was in a building that was in the same complex. If you don't, if you've never been to the Capitol and you you don't know what it's about, yes, she was in a different building. All the buildings are connected by tunnels; they're all right near each other. So, so she was she was kind of in a different building, but she was at the Capitol. Again, I don't know. I don't know what the Capitol is. Correct, you don't. If you'd ever been there, you would understand. Nobody knew where these people were coming or going from. It was a pretty frantic, chaotic scene. So, again, I mean, you know, quick on the right to, like, victim blame people for stuff. You know, there are plenty of witnesses who were with her who said she was absolutely terrified. And, I mean, we've seen death threats on social media to AOC. Why wouldn't she assume that she would be a target? Right. Especially when it's just, it's not like unheard of at this point. It's not like she was just completely out of pocket and like there weren't people there and she's coming for me. Again, 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 people who don't know what she's really saying are angry at her. People who have never listened to uh, people who have never listened to AOC speak for more than like a 30 second clip who have no idea what this woman is about or what she's really saying because you rely too much on Ben Shapiro. Which is right. really unfortunate. You're you're getting you're getting half the information. You're getting a different version of reality. And honestly, I find it kind of comical and also a little bit confusing as to why she seems to be the target for so many of people's like attacks AOC has gotten so many I've seen in the news people have made like fake tweets of her have made so many false accusations just like saying that she said this even though like just pulling stuff out of thin air calling it a quote from her people are doing her so dirty and it must be because I think that people realize that if anybody knows what they're talking about and knows what's going on it's her and she is definitely the biggest threat to the Republican Party because she's definitely the most educated. She's the youngest. She's the hip. She has the biggest audience. She's the biggest pull. And she knows what she's talking about. Yes, that makes her a threat. Uh, Frank from uh, Speaking at Real Friday nights, 9 o'clock, says, I'm willing to bet that everyone that was not a Republican was a target. I'll give you one better, Frank. Mike Pence was a target. As yeah. were several other Republicans, the ones who voted against Trump were all targets. And so, again, that should be concerning to all of them. I don't I don't I mean, again, my, my thing earlier this year, like before before the summer happened, the summer of unrest, if you will. I noticed that more and more we had these murders that were happening of, of uh, black people unarmed, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. And that and that murder had suddenly become like a partisan issue. And I I thought that was weird that there were people like, well, the cops, you know, and then later on, you heard a different argument. And that was that more white people are killed than black people, which is a true thing. And that's the argument. I don't Would understand like that. Why? Well, because nobody should be shot by the cops. I mean, that we should all well, as I'm like, just saying, when you're of the aisle should be like, listen, we respect the police. It's a hard job. But they have to be nicer to people 
They have to be a little less willing to shoot people right away. Again, I don't like the idea of anybody black, white, Asian, Hispanic. If you get pulled over for a taillight and you end up dead, what happened? What happened there? Was there like a pound mm -hmm. of coke in a dead body in your trunk? Because if there wasn't, there's no excuse for that. And then all of a sudden on the right, they were like, well, comply, comply. Philando Castile was sitting in his car like, hey, I, I have a permit to carry. And they shot him with his daughter sitting right behind him. Nobody, nobody can feel good about that sort of stuff. But it became a really partisan issue. And I'm stunned that uh, literally an insurrection at the Capitol is a partisan issue, that there's literally Republicans that are like trying to somehow defend this. I think we should all agree that Donald Trump can't be can't hold office ever again. I, I think that's something that they don't even need an impeachment. They should just decide that collectively and call it a day. I don't How even do think you do that, uh, though. Is that like a thing? Can they do that? Could do whatever they want. I, I, I don't know what it would be, but they I mean, again, do something. But I, I just this isn't good for America. This doesn't. Again, if, if you had the other side that was like, yeah, that was messed up, but you don't. And so we're going to go right back to one side telling you what you saw and we're watching and another side creating like a new reality where you're like, I was watching TV. I saw it. I just was watching a video before the show. There's still Republicans who were convinced that Antifa started yeah. the violence, then left so that the Trump, like, what? Mm -hmm. What are you people talking about? No, and there was no Antifa there. Th this is insanity. The president said to go kick the doors in because he didn't want to lose. I don't know how he thought this was going to end unless he See thought it was going to end in a, in a bloodbath coup or whatever. I don't know what the, what was the end game here? Seriously, and then we showed the video a couple weeks ago of their viewing party of before it all happened of everybody go fight for what you believe in. You and for that, both YouTube and you. Facebook took our video down. Seriously, so thank you. Yes, they were that. afraid that we were we were promoting misinformation, and so um, I appealed and they put the videos back up. But I explained to them that uh, we ran a header that said everything out of his mouth is a lie. Mm -hmm. And that the whole point was we were trying to um, understand and put in context what he was saying. That's right. There were definitely proud boys there. And what I'll tell you what I would prefer them to, to be doing right now, Victoria, is mm -hmm. investigating which Republicans, people like Mo Brooks, who are alleged to have helped um, plan this thing out. Which should be that's what should be being investigated in front of Congress right now is getting some answers from the Capitol Police why they weren't prepared for an insurrection at the Capitol on a day that was I mean, if if you were on parlor, you knew about this. Yeah. For months. I mean honestly, people I, I don't know how we all didn't know about it because then now when you look back at everything, Trump was tweeting about it for weeks. Like, you don't even have to be on their little inside group and parlor to know what the hell is going on. It's crazy how we missed it. It really is. There were there were security experts that warned both Congress and the, the uh, Capitol Police that uh, they were planning violence. And they just the idea that the National Guard would be on hand, they thought it was bad optics. I don't I mean, I think they thought that these people wouldn't actually do it because they throw that word patriots around a lot. And you start mm -hmm. to believe it. You start to assume that if they're a Republican, the they're they're patriots. But you know, when you're talking about 1776, you know, that's that's the wrong kind of patriot to be. That was a different mm -hmm. time. That was that was where we had a king who was in charge of us telling us what to do. And that's why we rebelled a form of democracy. We don't get to just reset the democracy when we don't like it. It's not how it works. That doesn't make you a patriot. It makes you an insurrectionist. This is already an established country and an established government with tr a transfer of power process that we've always had and haven't had any issues until this asshole. Until now, yeah. I mean, come on, people. 
E- even if you voted for the guy, how how do you look at this and say, oh, I feel no, he's not fighting for anything. He's a liar. Everything he said was a lie. Got to put it all into context here. Nothing he said was true. He didn't win the election. He didn't win the first one either, technically speaking, if not for the uh, electoral college impeached twice. I mean, he's literally the only president to pull all that nonsense off. So, Frank, I don't know who special. John Barros is, but I'd love to have him uh, come tell me whatever foolish stuff he believes. I mean, again, we've already oh debunked one thing. <laughs> AOC wasn't at the Capitol. No, she was. You don't know what the Capitol looks like. And the people who spun that knew you didn't know that all those buildings are connected with tunnels. Misinformation. It's not technically a lie, but it's mostly bullshit. We just got another comment saying, does three masks work? And yes, and that is a perfect segue to move on to my next topic, which is actually kind of sad, no matter who you like. Um, I don't think this is sad at all. You don't think that it's sad that somebody died? Somebody died. I think this this might be the funniest thing that's happened this week. Oh, Correct. Yes. I'm Um, usually the asshole. but Can I tell you why I say that? (laughs) This man, this man, Ron Wright, voted both uh, for the objections and against impeachment. This man has campaigned and lived a life lying about COVID-19. The great irony of him dying for it. Do you remember when people were, um, do you remember, do you remember when they had the impeachment and all those, those, uh, Congress people in, in, in the Republican Party that were voting against impeachment and you thought, I hope every one of those sons of bitches dies. Well, one did. You got one. One down. Where's Ted Cruz? I hope Ted Cruz is feeling good. Well, he was first elected to his post in 2018, won re-election last year. He was 67 years old and he had been battling lung cancer for several years and COVID was what indefinitely sent homie over the edge. And to this, I have to say, if this isn't a wake-up call showing you that this is real, I don't know what is. He is the first member of Congress to die. It was somebody who was supposed to get sworn in, and yeah. he died. Luke literally Letlow, the yes, day before. Luke Letlow, another imbecile who ran on, it's a hoax, they're just trying to control you, also died of COVID before he even got sworn in. Yep. You know why? Because he doesn't wear a mask. Because he doesn't observe social distancing. You know why? Do you know why? Why? Because he's an asshole. And anybody who doesn't wear a mask is an asshole. Yeah. I mean, we're like a year into this, and there's, there's still people who don't get it. There's still people who are, who are, who are selfish and stupid. And I hope they all get COVID. I mean, I do. I don't like it's hard to feel bad. It's hard to feel bad with the people who are like, I don't believe science. No, you are a moron and you should get COVID. I mean, can't feel bad about it. I'm not going to say that I necessarily feel bad. I just people when you die, I mean, like, I feel sad for his family. You know what I mean? Anyways, I. Just I felt like this was a really important topic to bring up. Oh, first, people definitely need to wear them. Yes, some of my friends live in Australia back to normal because they enforced it hardcore. And exactly, that's what I'm saying. US, we are the number one for COVID cases. And last night we still saw 25,000 people at the Super Bowl. What is up with that? What is up with that? And it's like if you well, weren't at the Super know, Bowl, I saw this TikTok that you're obviously that you were at your grand sharing a big plate of nachos with your entire family. I... Probably. I watched the game by myself last night, me and a sandwich, some Fritos and uh, some M&Ms and a thing of haagen But it was just me. And after the game, because Dr. Fauci said, don't have Super Bowl parties, super spreader event. And I thought, I don't, I'm not going to have a super spreader event. I'd like to, mm-hmm. but I won't do it. So the things we're almost there. Not going to blow it now. And so after the game, I'm watching Tom Brady with a, no mask just hug everybody who also wasn't wearing a mask. And I thought, I don't like that at all. 
Why is that happening? Seem like behavior to me at all. No, it doesn't seem like. Congratulations, by the way, to Tom Brady. It was a really fantastic game. I'm sure he appreciates your congratulations. <laughs> I don't. I don't care uh, because I I read this earlier today. Do you know he doesn't shake hands when he loses? Oh, so he's like a bitch. Yes, I mean it's so. To me, it no, explains. It explains why he's a Trump supporter. I didn't even know that Tom Brady yeah, is he's, a, uh, a good friend of Donald Trump. Sorry, people, but Tom Brady uh, no. is is boys with Donald Trump. So and I still pick the Bucks, bet on the Bucks, and I'm really glad for Brady. But um, I, I just hope that all thinks. y'all who went to a super spreader, I guess that that is the time that we have coined for it now. Um, if you went to a super spreader event last night. I am. I don't know. I, I guess I hope you get it. I don't know. Actually, I don't because I don't want this to be a thing anymore. But I hope you feel really bad about yourself, <laughs> especially because your boy Ron just died. <laughs> That's the only I, one. He had your back. And now that he's gone. I just want to get the vaccine and just be done with this already. This is so I'm so over this. And I'm so over the fact that there's still so many stupid people. You know, I'll tell you what, I I keep a running list, Victoria, of my zombie apocalypse team. You know, people I would allow on my team for a variety of reasons. Sometimes they're good with firearms. Sometimes they can fashion up items quickly. They're good with uh, with with crafts and building and stuff. I see value in that. Not on the team. Get it. I'm I'm (laughs) reevaluating. Yeah. What would you do? I'm reevaluating. my team and I'm reevaluating a lot of people I had I had previously considered for the team just because of that. Um if 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 you if you think that that living through COVID-19 is the hardest thing that ever happened, give me a break. Seriously, Seriously. like you had to literally sit on your couch and eat pickle chips for like months. Like how bad could it be? Like unless you're homeless right now, unless COVID-19 took your job away, because I will say that is definitely the biggest impact that we have seen. I mean, obviously, if your family isn't dying either, but, you know, Frank, he wants to be on Joe's team. Of course he does, Frank. Trust me, your house is the rendezvous point because we're all going south, uh, not staying in Connecticut for the zombie apocalypse. Uh, that's just not going to work. Um, yeah, I mean, look, again, if everybody wants to get this thing back to normal, stop going to bars. <laughs> Seriously, stop going to restaurants. I haven't been to a restaurant since this started. I order from restaurants. I take the food, I pick it up in a mask, and I go home, and I wash myself, and then I enjoy it in my home. I know sometimes I'm like, I got to get out. And you don't. You don't have to get out. Stay home. Just give the just give the restaurant your money to keep them in business and to feed your big fat face. Right, because this isn't hard. Is, if that is something that if you are using – they need me to stay in business. If you're using that to make yourself feel better about going out to eat and going out to bars and stuff like that, there's plenty of other ways to be able to support them and support your community without doing that. Stop trying to make yourself feel better. Here's another great comment. Let's see how this new guy does with employment. I assume he's talking about Joe Biden. And yes, Joe Biden's got a lot of work to do. Joe Biden's inherited it quite a mess domestically here with a, an economy that's still basically shut down with mm-hmm. millions of people who are uh, in, in financial dire straits. Um, a vaccine he needs to somehow distribute, despite the fact that like 60% of Americans are like, nah, I'll wait. So he's definitely got a lot of work to do. And how he gets it done is going to be really important. I mean, yeah. All right. One of our Mikey friends says, here oh, is a DJ. I, I, still, I still work at bars. I feel it's more safe because they're strict about social distancing, mask wearing, and sucks. Shutting down bars or restaurants makes it worse because no one is enforcing it at house party. Yeah, you're not supposed to have a house party either. That's kind of how it works. Um I've got friends who go to bars and who go to restaurants and they all tell me that it's super safe. But every time I see them, they're nobody's wearing a mask. 
Nobody's wearing a mask. Yeah. That's like kind of the thing. I I am so confused to understand the giant tents that people have set up so people can eat outside, but also inside, outside. I'm not sure how that prevents COVID at all or how that is any different from being just inside the building. I also don't see how wearing a mask for two minutes or for the two feet that you're walking from the door to your table is going to prevent you from getting it or how that is so safe. Victoria, and, I've I, said I this before. I've said it before. Say it again. I hate I hate wearing it. I, I feel like I, I know the, uh, I can't breathe. I I hate it. I really do hate it. I don't know if I could sit through dinner in a restaurant because that's how much I hate having my mask on. It's the worst thing in the world. I keep trying to tell my kids, dude, this this isn't uh this isn't normal. This isn't how it's supposed to be. I've been trying to remind my son, who was four when this started and is now five. I, I remind him of the times me and him would go to McDonald's after I'd pick him up from school or whatever. You know, remember we would sit there and we would eat and we talk and whatever. Like that's normal life. I, I I mean, again, I don't understand why. I mean, people are so selfish. You know what I mean? It 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 blows my mind. It really does. Like this is this is putting you out so bad. We're all in the same boat. I mean, right? right. Nobody's listen. End of the day, nobody's like raking in the dough. Because of COVID-19, nobody's like home living the good life. Like you're getting so much from unemployment that, you know, and I've heard that, you know, oh, where, where people are getting, I, I, I think that's poor people. Yeah, that that's are people getting, who are making a $200 minimum wage check at McDonald's and then they filed for unemployment for the first time in their lives because they're 18 and they got a $600 check for the first time ever and they think that they're rich. That's the people that you're hearing that from. $600? I never have to work again. Uh, yes, you do. That's not enough money. Um, just just earlier today, I was seeing, again, you want to talk about um, why the Democrats are no better than the Republicans at times. There's already Democrats who are talking about lowering the threshold of who should get COVID relief checks. Uh, the cutoff is 75,000 or couples making 150. They want to lower that to $50,000 because they want to make sure the people who need it really need it. It's like, motherfucker, none of us have been working. Not the ones making 10, not the ones making 20, not the ones making 50, 70. I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. Even if you have what? So everybody else can be on. Uh, 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 Look, what? I, I, I've been saying this for a few weeks now. Again, this is why, I mean, people are like, ah, oh, you love the Democrats. I don't. They're morons. Yeah, this is just an, another. Sense. This is just. This kills me. I mean, screw the Republicans, because, again, the Republicans are like, we're not giving you anything. Yeah, you can like reluctantly like, agree to six hundred dollars reluctantly. Seriously. And then so they, they ask you to quarantine at home for a year trying to survive on unemployment. And they, they want to give you six hundred dollars for your troubles. What? You know how much money I lost by being stuck in my house? Mm -hmm. Are you serious? For the for the and for the Democrats to think like two thousand dollars is something special? Are, are you guys serious? No. The fact you, that we you got are, to that point you, where it is something special is unfortunate. We pay a lot of tax dollars. So, yeah. again, there's a lot of money in the coffers, and don't tell me that there's not, because they've always got money when they need it, okay? Mm -hmm. Every American should be getting, like, $10,000 in cash. That's what she, you want to spur the economy? You want to help people out? $10,000 per person. I know the money's there. You know the money's there. Oh, for real? They can do this. It's the right. You want to solve all your problems? That's the way to do it. I was reading this. This is hilarious, too, right? People have been all over Joe Biden. Uh, the Democrats tried to sneak into the COVID relief, the $15 an hour minimum wage. Mm -hmm. Now, a, a final government report came out. Again, people don't understand how business works, generally speaking. But here's what they did find. 1.4 million people would lose their jobs. And 900,000 people would get out of poverty. 
So we're just what swapping out the nine hundred thousand with one point. That's more people that will be in poverty. Yeah. Then I mean, I just I don't. How is this positive? <laughs> right. I mean, again, like <laughs> the Democrats. The here? Democrats tend to come up with some of the stupidest ideas ever. That's another one. Yeah, ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars for every taxpayer. Let me tell you something. Can I? Can I? Can everybody understand? I had floated this idea, by the way, uh, back in in two thousand and uh, in two thousand and nine when Obama took office. You remember we had just hit the skids. Mm -hmm. um, I suggested every taxpayer uh, get get ten thousand dollars in cash. Okay, it's about one hundred fifty six million taxpayers. Mm -hmm. Okay, out of the whole population. Now. You give somebody $10,000, Victoria, what are they going to do with it? I mean, I, not if you're a liberal hippie living in your mom's basement. You're going to spend it all on coke and, and, and weed and stuff. But say you're like a responsible conservative. You're going to take that $10,000 and maybe you'll give it to your church, which will then spend it on poor people. Okay, right? You maybe give you'll give it to your church. I thought you were like, sure. save it and put it Victoria. for a new car. Okay. So Wait. you put it, that's two good ones, right? I'll put it towards a new car. Well, there you go. The auto industry's bailed out. You want to put it in the bank and save it for a rainy day? That's great too. The bank's going to take your money and loan it out to somebody else. That person wins as well, and the bank's a little more flush with cash. If you take your 10 grand and say maybe you're one of those weirdo Republicans and you blow it all on, um, male prostitutes still that kid's gonna go out buy some new gucci bags on you and again spurs the economy Period. see how this works you put money in the hands of the american people even if they spend it on lottery tickets and booze it still goes into the economy and it spurs things brilliant idea yes Ooh. you're you're welcome do we have the money to pay for it is the question and the answer is Yes. Yeah, because it just goes right back into those same people's pockets. But please riddle me this. Yes. I've been trying to get this riddled for the past couple weeks now, ever since I got my taxes. So this year, I have to pay taxes for the first time ever. I'm not getting a refund. I have to pay. And I still do not qualify for a stimulus check. Make it make sense. Make my it make daughter, sense. My daughter, um, Eden, uh qualified initially she got the first however many weeks it was and then she reapplied and got denied <laughs> go back to work i'm been so, working i never yeah. stopped well so it's funny this is unfortunate but my daughter decided she has to work and she went back to school and so now she's banned until she gets a vaccine from school no banned oh. banned from my house i don't oh, want her here all out all I out there getting exposed every day. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah. I mm -hmm. gave her the boot. Told her. I said, you can go back to school Sorry, and get a job. But you know, if you're working, you can't come back here. She was like, all right. So I FaceTimed her a few times. She's doing great. She's under a bridge, but she's fine. She, she She'll be all box, right. But she's okay. <laughs> Listen. So where is it? <laughs> there, there's there's you know you gotta you gotta decide and you gotta take responsibility if you want to go out and do your thing great just wear a mask just wear a mask and be safe social distance don't go near people it's, it's pretty easy i understand some people have to work that sucks and if that's that's the case and you're doing one of those jobs god bless you i appreciate you doing it um you know, but at the same time, if we want, I mean, my God, there's like 436,000 people dead in this country. Socks. Mm -hmm. And yes, refrigerator boxes are pretty roomy, uh, <laughs> which is great for a struggling kid. <laughs> Just trying to make it out there in the world. Trying to make ends meet. <laughs> yeah. Got a skin of the game. You know what I mean? Skin of the game. Lastly, I want to talk about, and Lord, please forgive me for this one, <laughs> Alejandro Mallorca? Mallorca? Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. If you would have rolled your R, Mallorca, I, I think yeah. you would have got it. My mouth does not do that. I no, that's very good. You. Now, uh, this guy's an interesting character, and um, he's been under fire 
for something that he did that was totally legal and within within the purview of his job. Right. This is why I wanted to talk about this. I wanted I wanted to get your input because there is a lot of speculation around him. For what? So, um he was in charge of giving foreigners or uh, arranging for foreigners to get visas. There's like a special program where if you're wealthy and you want a visa in the United States, you can get one. And Alejandro Mayorka, as part of his job, that was kind of what he did. And now the Republicans are like, oh, he should he shouldn't have that job. And it's like, but that's literally what his job was. That's like a bellhop. Like, you know what I mean? Like you bring suitcases upstairs for people and you're like, hey, the suitcases can't have them do it. Now you're like, wait, what was his job? Literally, that was his job. I was reading it earlier and I. I Again, I think this is another one of those times where I, I'm so disappointed in the Republicans. He didn't do anything wrong. There was an internal investigation, and the investigation ruled. Are you ready for this, Victoria? Totally within the purview of his job, and everything he did was legal and above board. Yeah, it seems really... I'm worried about our safety. So according to that, I think that we have a couple things to be concerned about. Well, let me tell you what scares me is that Again, I, I mean, look, uh, you know, the, the Democrats are, are, aren't exactly easy on the Republicans. Although, I mean, yeah, although <laughs> you could argue that the uh, Amy Coney Barrett hearings were uh, about as nice a cakewalk as you could ever stuff a Supreme Court justice Seriously. up America's ass. But how, like how um, she's still here blows my mind. But that's a topic for another day. <laughs> sure thing. It's crazy. Um, You know. One of the things about Donald Trump's entire cabinet was they were like the anti that particular thing, whether you're Scott Pruitt, who had sued the EPA and wants to dump poison into your water. And like, again, there's Republicans that are like, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> what? I mean, my God, what do you think? Do you think Brita filters are that good? Really? Come on. Or Rick Perry, who wanted to do away with the Department of Energy. Yeah, you should be in charge of that. What? Or <laughs> Betsy DeVos, the dumbest person on the planet. Oh my charge God. Of education. So, look, Joe Biden is putting people on who are qualified, who have years of experience. He, this guy was an undersecretary at the Department of Homeland Security. He's very well acquainted with the job. A lifer, if you will, or a deep stater, if you're a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Um, but though this guy knows the job and he's a good dude and he does. He's got to undo four years of the most racist, insane policies that our own Justice Department found makes us less safe. Makes us right. less safe. When when you put when you put illegal immigrants in the position of having to do things even to make it even more complicated for you to detect them, you're just making the problem worse. And you're also putting them in the situation where why would they ever stop? Why would they? If they know what the penalty is, I mean, you're going to you're you're inviting shootouts and and crazy things down on the border. No. Sensible. We want sensible sensible border enforcement. Donald Trump was right when he said, if you don't have borders, you don't have a country. That's true. The one logical thing. It's the one thing he said I agree with. Yes. Without borders, you don't have a country. How you protect those borders, though, is something I completely disagree with. We need, we need, more, we need more people at the border. We need more aerial drones and things like that to patrol the border. But when people show up, we keep them with their kids. We treat him humanely. We treat no him as, as that's the other thing. I mean, they changed what what um, declaring asylum means in this country. They eliminated um, basically people who are in Mexico. And you can argue, well, Mexico should do more. Yeah, yeah, they should. But they don't because they're really corrupt. Yeah. If you're trying to flee Mexico and why are you why do you live in Mexico? I mean, you were born there through no fault of your own. Here's where they're real Christians and get they get me with this kind of stuff. Because somebody was born in an unfortunate part of the world, they want to come here because their life is in danger by drug cartels. And you, the good Christian that you are, are like, 
Stay the fuck in your shithole country. Seriously. When I there's plenty I don't think that's what Jesus here. would say. I don't <laughs> think that's the message that WWJD, Jesus not that. would want you. But again, this is the world that we live in. I mean, I just, I feel like we're savages. We're at a point in this country where the division is, I mean, divided we stand is when we name the show. I mean, we nailed it. I, right. I, I mean, Donald Trump about that all the time being like, you guys are the same mindset. So why do you guys, why is it called that? We First weren't. All, it, yeah. It did not start off like that, but I think it kind of taken a new meaning now. It's not necessarily about us. It's about everybody else. The Republican party, Victoria has the most, not only anti-immigrant and the most anti-minority um, positions, they are anti-the middle class. I mean, again, you look at that disastrous tax cut. All it did was make the wealthier wealthier. Did nothing for everyday Americans. It's the same party that made you stay home for a year and was like, you don't get any money for that. What? Because I was under the impression that we were getting money. That's why I say I said I would stay home. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I feel like I've been lied to and double crossed, not only by the, the Republicans, been. but by the Democrats. That's it's both exactly parties. Both parties have have massively disappointed me. OK, when 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 people are like, well, you think Joe, have I given anyone the impression that I look at Joe Biden as like this inspirational super leader. And like you think that you think the deep state got together and was like George Soros and company was like, you know, it would really turn this country hard left. Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. No, like wouldn't it have been Bernie? Democrat. Bernie's a communist for Christ's sake. Isn't that the guy we would have chosen the lead us to the hard left? I mean, give me. A break. For all the memes that y'all making about his mittens, I said I retweeted something about this. Y'all couldn't have just voted for him, for real. One of the one of the best memes I've ever seen on on social media is the one with the eagle on it, and it says right wing, left wing, both belong to the same bird. And don't you think that's true? I mean, bottom line is both the Democrats and the Republicans are both beholden to the same wealthy corporate interests lobbying in this country, basically bribery. We call it lobbying in this country is legal. Generally speaking, when laws are written, do you know who's writing them? It's actually lobbyists who are writing the bills. And then your douchebag congressman just puts his name on it because he's either a Democrat or a Republican. That's what this country's like turned into. That, that were sold out to corporate interests. Meanwhile, we're sitting there arguing about whether black lives matter. I mean, give me a break. You're, you're missing the big picture here, people. And the more they point, oh, look at this. Oh, look, there's a Mexican. Get him. You're, you're missing out on the big grift here. I mean, under President Donald Trump, a man who supposedly was a billionaire, but as we know, is a, I mean, what is it when you owe 400 million? What does that make you? Yeah, seriously. I don't even what know what the that? Heck, there should be a term for that. Um, poor as fuck, maybe <laughs> negative four hundred dollars in the bank, and you guys wanted him to be the president for four more years, huh? Like seriously, people to this day are still like, "Well, he's a businessman. He's a great businessman." Yeah, all his money's tied up in real estate with his fucking shitty name all over it. Now nobody wants it. Seriously. The also, he's been man. he's been shorting municipalities on the value and then lying on loan applications about what those same buildings are worth to get bigger loan amounts. That's called fraud. So, again, the Southern District of New York will be looking for Donald Trump. I, I for me, Victoria, it's you. You've seen little bits and pieces of it. The Republicans, they're like, well, th that was bad. Why well, he shouldn't have said that, uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, we'll, we'll talk to her. That's crazy stuff. She, she doesn't think that anymore. She doesn't think it anymore. That shit happened like a year ago. I mean, what? Big changes the, the, in a year. Here's, here's, <laughs> my, here's what I would ask anybody who watches this show or listens to this, this podcast later on. Do me a solid. 
and, and don't be a bootlicker for your party, whichever one it is, whatever your ideology is, try to be critical. Don't don't defend every stupid thing that your politicians do. Joe Biden shouldn't get any any slack from Democrats. Not not the way Republicans just just gave all so this so much leeway to Donald Trump. And all he did was shit all over everybody. And if you don't recognize that now, you're a fool. Joe Biden's not a hero. Nobody's inspired by Joe Biden. We're just tired of the bullshit. Tired of getting shit on. But we will let you know. And that's why we have this show. And that's why it's important. We'll let you know as soon as Joe Biden does something shitty. We were even talking about today. Like, why why should only people who make under $50,000 qualify? Why? That makes absolutely no sense. So when That's we see moderate something- Democrats mm-hmm. who are like Joe Manchin, who are pushing this idea. Like, if you make $70,000 a year, you're rich. Like, girl, bye. No. Really? Maybe in like the poorest part of Alabama, like the the seventy thousand dollars, dude. That's just not not anymore. That doesn't cut the mustard. Also, if you made seventy thousand dollars, um, and say you used to make ninety five thousand dollars, that's twenty five thousand less that you're getting, and so you don't get any. You don't get like the chump change they're sending out. I mean, give me a break. Here's my other whole big thing with with you know where you talk about uh, small business owners because mm-hmm. they're the backbone of this country. You hear every Republican and every Democratic yeah. politician say they're the backbone, but nobody ever does shit for small businesses ever at all. Um, they just don't because they at the end of the day they really don't care. Um, and and you know this because you know the Walmarts and Home Depots of the world are the ones doing all the, or, or, you know, as far as the retail lobby is concerned, um, making it harder for mom and pop stores to do business in this country. So again, who's out for the little guy? I'll tell you who is Bernie Sanders. Don't believe me. Listen to a Bernie Sanders speech all the way through. Listen to AOC all the way through. Listen to one of her speeches. Tell me what tell me tell me if she's saying what they tell you she's saying or if she makes some sense in what she's talking about. Right. Like pick out with your own brain, like what the issue is. Please. I'll tell you right now, I I, in the last week I've had two conversations with people about Bernie Sanders who thought Bernie was a fucking lunatic. Listen to Bernie Sanders. Tell me what's wrong with it. Holy shit. I didn't know Bernie was all about that. Yeah, of course you don't, because nobody wants you to know that. Right. Bernie Sanders has been talking about all the issues we have since like the early 80s. All the all the uh, the the gap in in wages between men and women, between rich and poor, between black and white. Bernie's been railing on that for years. But when he had his time, everybody was so focused on calling him old and saying that he was going to die before he even got into office, even though he's the same age as Trump. But anyways. Whatever. Like it's what all else? good. Too you late. know, the <laughs> bottom line is um, I, I, I wish it was like June because we'd have Same. a vaccine. We, this whole impeachment thing would be behind us. We wouldn't and have I, a blizzard. I, I got to tell you, oh my God. And then it's more snow after there's more tomorrow coming too. Yeah, I, know. I love that. Thank God I don't have anywhere to be. Ha. Um, Lucky you. I, 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 I'm really hoping, you know, look, I think this country is either going to be over by June or I think things might start to settle in a little bit and people might start to calm down. Yeah, let's see what happens. I'm betting on us not being here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, knock on wood. <laughs> well, if we're still here, then you could check us out on clovercrestmedia.com slash divided we stand. Also, if you joined late, if you want to see the full episode, you could see us on Spotify and Apple Podcast and I believe that's all. Twitch, does it re-upload it? It's on. We're actually live on the Twitch. It stays on the Twitch. They actually ran a preview of, of some of the shows. They run them back. Oh, yeah. Uh, the YouTubes. Um, our sketchy peasant friend didn't see him tonight. That's sad. Maybe yes. next time. <laughs> Maybe next time. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next Monday at 8. Goodbye.